you know, and we all just want to get better. So that's it. That's my quarterback, number three, Brandon Adams, baby, the best in the league. That's right, it is the Waggle Podcast once again. A big week of football just happened. We have another big week of football on the schedule. But before we look forward, Enoch... You look good. Well, I mean... You look amazing. You, were you going to forget to talk uh, about that? I mean, no. We, we have a schedule of time to talk about it. Well, let's address it now. Let's address it now because I am dressed for success. Oh, I love it. We, we are both... Great colors. ...wearing blue... Mine is, is it Oxford blue? Yes. Yeah, I, I'm wearing an Argonauts polo. I feel like Ryan Dinwiddie right now. Because I've got the team issue polo. Uh, it, it's just because we had a little gentleman's bet. And I, I feel like I won because I now have free swag. I mean, it was a win-win. But most importantly, the Argos won. And thus, I am wearing an Argos double blue uh, beautiful polo. I'm proud to be sporting the official sideline gear brought to you by New Era and the CFL. This podcast is also brought to you by the CFL. We will get into the Argos victory, but that wasn't the biggest victory of the week, you know. Really? It, I, mean, I mean, come on. For me, it was, but I mean, you could tell me. I mean, you, you got your uh, it, opinion. That was, that was not the biggest victory because you should have expected to win, which you did, and you said you were going to win. All right, all right. And some Elks fans expected to get another ticket to another game. Some people got some free tickets. They got another free ticket, so the streak continues. Argos are in the spirit of giving. Right, yes. Uh, Elks fans got another ticket to a wonderful football game. I got a polo. But the reason why it wasn't the biggest victory is because you should have defending champs against a team who has gone years, plural, without winning at home, and now are going through plural QBs. You should have won. The most impressive victory was the BC Lions. Fair enough. And what they did, what they did to the team that w- was in the top of the power rankings seems like forever. Uh, the Lions are the first team uh, to beat Winnipeg at home in the last five years. And the man who really owned the stage was all day VA. The, the big play VA did, did an amazing job, right? He did an amazing job, but I, I, I noticed a few things, and I actually wrote them down as I was watching because you're right. It, a lot of people were probably stunned at what they saw, especially having it done in Winnipeg, a place where I didn't realize they hadn't lost since when? I, I, I want to say I heard 2018. Could you imagine that? Being a fan coming to every game and always ex- Elks fans just, can't. No, definitely <laughs> The Elks fans could not have but, but 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 there's a few things that I saw that I haven't seen in a long time to a Winnipeg Blue Bomber team. Okay. In Winnipeg especially, right? Here's the first thing I about that. Less than 10 points for the Bombers. That's a pretty that's a, that's a pretty big shot. It hasn't happened in a while. Of course, the defense guy has already gone to the defense. Can't even get him around. I'm just saying. But, but yes, for fair enough. Dog of the week, Ryan Phillips and his defense did a great job. They held him to 10 points. That's amazing. Next thing I saw, Zach Kolaris being peeled off the ground repeatedly. Mm-hmm. I want to say I saw six or more sacks. That doesn't happen off it. No. He's been protected very well for his time in Winnipeg. Here's another thing. Bombers fans were silent. 
And I actually heard him booing. That hasn't happened in a long time. True. And finally, DB, one of the reasons why I feel like the Bombers actually lost, which is, again, something that you don't usually see from a Bomber team, especially in Winnipeg, the amount of penalties. And so that, I think, was one of the main reasons as well why they lost. And we're really talking about that game as being one of the biggest wins this past week. Well, the biggest talking point coming out of that game was the QB play, specifically for BC since Nathan Rourke. No one has really gone head-to-head with Zach Caleros and outplayed him for four quarters, and that's what we saw. You mentioned the Lions' defense, and before we give VA his love, we should give them love because Winnipeg, just 85 first-quarter yards. They had no first downs in the third quarter. This is a team that scored 87 points in the first three games. As much as we've talked about Winnipeg's defense historically, their offense was they playing lights out they to, to start the year. They didn't score against BC, but the way VA played, 20 of 30, 242, two touches, juxtaposed against the way that Zach was forced to play, 15 to 26, 178 yards, one interception, begs the question, one that we started to have around this time last year with Nathan Rourke, and you didn't want to hear anything about it, is... VA playing at a level that is at or above Zach Kalarsis. Because you have his teammates interrupting interviews on national TV talking about he's the best player in the league. Can you see it? Are you there yet? It's hard to say that when I got the gunslinger. Look at the number 12. Look at the pain in my backfield. Look at the pain on his face. I'm just saying. You are struggling right now. Because... Your your heart wants to save you. He, he's my that's, boy. That's your man. He's my boy. Look, after his fir- their first game this this year, I texted him because I know I know his journey. I know his his you know the process of him really getting to where he is right now. So I really feel for him, and I'm happy for him because obviously the way that his career has gone on, you know, starting out in Hamilton and bouncing all over the place. Him and I play together in Saskatchewan as well as in Montreal, and having seen his progression. I, I I definitely put him up there. I don't know about the best with 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 who I got at quarterback first year in. Hold on, you know, hold on. We're not gonna go too far in depth because you gotta What's check that? you gotta oh, check the, the interview we, that we did a few weeks ago we, in our locker room. No, yeah, no, yeah, yeah, VA, yeah, no. Um, I got. You know, I'll put you on speaker. So What's VA say? I'll put you on speaker. No, go ahead. You're saying I said VA. You're saying I love your improvement, but I don't know if you're oh, there yet. Oh, okay, okay. I don't know if he's he didn't there, know if you're there. Oh, wait, you're coming to the GTA? Oh, you had plans with Enoch. Oh, you don't have plans with Enoch anymore. <laughs> okay, gotcha. All right, okay. My Sorry, boy. you're saying? You're saying? <laughs> I'm saying that I love the growth that he's been experiencing. And to be honest with you, I don't think that he's reached his peak yet. Uh, I'll say that. Okay. I will say that. So MIP, not MVP. For you, not even that might be. I don't know. I've always had a weird feeling about that award, so I won't even give that to him. Okay. I think he's just up there with one of the best. Let's put it like that. Well, let's let's have the team conversation. Let's talk about it. Is the team up there with one of the best? Because Winnipeg has been the standard, if not in the league, certainly in the West. They've been on the top of the power rankings since week five of 2020-21. Do the math. That's 32 consecutive regular season weeks. Key. It's regular season because, yes, Enoch, we know. 
All right, all right. You won the Grey Cup. You I, beat Winter I, Cup. I wasn't going to say that, but. But but now BC has gone into Winnipeg and just thrown them. They're got a game in hand in terms of the win column, plus they got a win head-to-head, plus they're just putting on paper. They're just playing lights out. The film does not lie. Are you ready to say that BC is now that team to beat? Maybe in the West. Maybe in the West. I think I think it's not just about the win. It's about the way that they won. I mean, in all phases, really. All phases. I mean, yesterday had his, you know, he had his say on the game, but they controlled the game in a very hostile environment in Winnipeg, Manitoba, and they were able to, you know, be Winnipeg Wolves, who, like you mentioned, have been dominating the West for a few years now. Am I well ready to say that they are the best? Maybe not yet, because of longevity. You still need longevity. You know, one game is 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 cool. You need longevity, but are the blue lovers long in the tooth? At some point, that continuity just becomes your old. Fair enough. Fair enough. But this is football, man. It's a marathon, DB. It's a marathon, and so I'll tell you what. It's gonna make things interesting down the road. Now I'm looking forward for that rematch. Because I tell you what, the Winnipeg Blue Bombers are going to treat it like it's a great cup. They got their attention? Like the one that they already let slip away. Or maybe that we took. I mean, but I mean, they, they did win two before that, but yes. That's right, that's right. No, what had around for me lately? You're going to reference this. It's the last one. Are we talking about two years ago, three years ago, or are we talking about this year? Right? Who, who are the defending champs? That's that's what we're talking about. My, my, we're talking about this season. My polo says it's the Toronto. All right. All right. And so... To be honest with you, I think that they're 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 up there. They definitely got their attention, and um, really realistically, they got the whole league's attention. Well, here's why you mentioned the fans, how silent they were, and how shook they were. Essentially, I when in our web group chat, I texted, and I said they they look shook. And here's why if I'm a Blue Bomber fan, I'm concerned. I'm not panicking. We're gonna get to some fan bases who need to panic. I'm concerned because you talked about the penalties. And there's every play on film tells a story. Yep. And you can learn something from every play. And for me, there's two types of penalties. There's disciplined penalties. Mm-hmm. And then there's fitness strength penalties. The Hamilton Tiger Cats have discipline penalties. <laughs> Offside, procedure, that type of stuff. Misconduct. Miscon misconduct, yeah. Winnipeg had physical but holding. That's a physical penalty. You're, you 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 can't hold your position, or someone is willing you to hold, and it's a desperate scenario. You mentioned the amount of times that Zach was picked up off the turf. BC's not getting any slower. They're, they're, they're not going to get any weaker. Like physically, when the two teams got off the bus, BC physically seemed on tape. It's one game to be more impressive. When have we said that about a team playing Winnipeg? It's true. It's true. But but I'll say this, right? One of the things that we've always raved about for the Winnipeg Blue Bombers, the, the reality and the facts, is the fact that they have built a culture, a culture that's been sound, a culture that's been uh, founded on, on, on great leadership. To me, 
especially when you talk about the 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 the, the penalties and and the things that happened in over the course of that game, you gotta just revisit the the basics, right? Sometimes you you overlook certain things and you try to get kind of cute and stuff like that. I think Coach O'Shea, the leaders on that team, gotta revisit the basics and reestablish that foundation because you're right. Every other team, you gotta realize. When you play the Wimbledon Blue Bombers, you know, first of all, they're always a topic of conversation. So that means that everybody that's playing that, that team is going to bring their best because you have no choice. And so they have to finalize, strengthen their foundation all over again. And um, I, I want to see how they bounce back. It's going to be extremely interesting to see how they bounce back. Are they going to fall? Are they going to start blaming each other? Which I doubt they will, but... I'd like to see. Well, it's a patient organization, and it's one led by Michael Shea, who is the same in good times and bad times. So when people forget, Michael Shea was on the hot seat, and they were right. patient with him, and he didn't change, and the results started to change. And so I, I think the good news is that he's going to go in there this week, prep, install, and he'll be the same guy, and he, they, they won't overreact. And that is a big part of culture. Speaking of culture, when you look at BC, and all they do is breed quarterbacks, it seems. That, listen, we get you in our program, we have you for a year, you learn, you, you get reps, we put a battery in your back and give you confidence and say, no, we got enough right here. We didn't need to go out and get a free agent. Nathan Rourke is our guy. Oh, no, no, we don't need to go out and get a free agent VA the audition that we saw he's our guy and both have played lights out now do they cut the field in half and give you maybe some easy reads do they have explosive receivers that can take it from 5 to 50 yes but their QBs play complimentary football they don't beat themselves and they're they are also been explosive athletes the job that they've done grooming a young QB to the league and then a young QB to their system, to me, is the story. Top notch on what the staff has done in BC. Who's the credit go to over there? Because you got to think about it. They, it's not just well, quarterback. I mean, I would like to think from the agent of the person calling the plays that when, when some head coaching opportunities Come up. Can I hear my name? One thousand percent. He's gonna be up. I guarantee you that. And then it's gonna be a matter of, hey, look, do I want to stay here and build something special, or do I want to start something on my own? But Coach Jordan, he deserves a lot of praise. He deserves his flowers because, and I think I said this last year on the pod, DB. He's he's special. He's special because look, they changed quarterbacks in the same results. They changed quite a bit of receivers as well. I mean, mm -hmm. Lucky was in and out of the lineup. You got what, a whole bunch of new faces as well. One of the best See, receivers to ever do it in, in Burnham. Hey, lost him? Yeah. Look where they are right now. Listen, it's, it's like talking about Michael Jordan and 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 and, and um, what's his name? Their coach, Phil Jackson. Phil Jackson, Phil Jackson or Michael? Uh, like who? Who? How do? You, how much credit do you give to who? Because I mean, Phil went out and, and and did it some more. But my point is, Coach McSimmick is something special. Not to take anything away from VA and, and the whole receiving core that just came in here uh, uh, in BC, but they got something special, and um, can't wait to see them in the six. We see it all the time in the NFL. 
the situation you put a quarterback in determines how that quarterback is going to succeed. BC is a great example in the CFL. Edmonton might be the exact opposite. I don't know what's going on in Edmonton. I don't know if they know what's going on. So here's my timeline. To start the year, we're giving Trey Ford real serious looks. We're giving him packages. He might be the future. He gets hurt. Taylor Cornelius shows a little bit of promise. You know what? Let's rip up the contract. We're going to extend you. We're going to we're going to give you some more money. You are going to be our guy for the future. Going into the off season, these games down the stretch don't mean anything because we're not going anywhere. Make your mistakes. You're our guy for the future. Sweet. Go into this year. Taylor Cornelius struggles. That's my quarterback. But Coach, you haven't you haven't seen the film yet? Uh, nope. He all he needs is confidence. That's my guy. We're riding with him. You get to halftime <laughs> of the next game. Halftime. In, in a game where he performed better than he did in the previous game, and all of a sudden, he gets pulled after going 14 of 18 with a TD and no interceptions. He gets pulled out. Did he take some sacks? Sure. The, were some of those four incompletions some easy throws? Did some, were some of those... 14 completions his receivers make a place for him sure but you went from him being the guy to you're out of here you're, you're watching the the second half after basically a, a series regardless of where coach jones decides to go now whether he puts him back or not he started the quarterback carousel he started the conversation now Every day he's going to get asked that question. Taylor Cornelius is not going to have any peace. He's going to have to think about it. And when he gets on the field, guess what? He's going to have to look over his shoulder. But listen, you mentioned something about the Winnipeg Blue Bombers. I want to take it right back to, like, listen, if you rewind, yeah, okay. do you remember the adjective you used for that organization? Patient. This is the complete opposite here. Yeah. You talk about Coach Jones. I mean, I, I played for him. I was with him. It's not a slide on him. It's just who he is. He likes to see results right now. And and I think when you talk about patience, I know you said, hey, it's been, was week three, third game for them. But you, you got to still take into account, this is still a young quarterback. But it doesn't seem like there's any rhyme or reason to the decisions that are being made because they're not in concert with what's being said, but also the decisions previously. Trey Ford doesn't dress. Healthy scratch. Okay. Kai Loxley jumps over him on the depth chart. Second oh. start. Maybe okay, we want to see a little bit more of him. That's why Trey is not dressing. One snap. Gone. Zone read, fumble, which, again, the zone read is a contract between the QB and the running back. You both have to make sure it works. But it, to me, looked like he was trying to pull and run, and the running back wasn't having that. Like, the fumble, to me, didn't necessarily seem to be solely on him. Either way, one play gone. He's now on the edge of the sideline, salty, not looking at a tablet, not looking at any pictures. He's uh, feeling a type of way. The keyword is patience. The keyword is patience. And I get it. There's a lot of pressure. I get it. The, 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 the amount of losses at home are continuing to accumulate, so you want the results right away. But really, 
that organization needs to exercise a lot of patience, really commit to specific guys. I'm seeing way too many turnovers. For me, for my liking, if you really want to truly want to build something special, it's going to take some time. It really is. And Taylor Cornelius, for me, he's still a young guy. But you got to expect the performances that he's been showing so far. But for patience, you need trust. And it doesn't seem like there's any trust. Very fair. There's no trust in the the athletes because you're running through them. And then if you're a player and you're put in those scenarios and you're pulled when you, you theoretically have been told that you're the guy and you haven't played egregiously, and it's still a football game at this point, you're pulled after one play, it doesn't seem to make sense. Or you're, you're just dropped and not dressing you know, when you haven't had a chance to make an imprint in games. How do you have a scenario where three out of the four QBs are mad at you? Three of the four in the room are all upset, all feel a type of way. And the guy who is happy is the guy who started the week fourth. We'll ask you something. Sure. You got to put your executive hat on. Where are you going from now? And, oh, and I we're talking about patience. Oh, I'm exact right now. This is where I would have gotten how much patience do you have with Coach Joel? Listen. There are, this is musical chairs. There are only so many spots, like this for kickers, there's only so many spots, then there's sometimes more good ones that can do the job than there are spots. I, I think BC has two right now that could do the job at a higher level than the four wow. are in Edmonton. Wow. I don't understand how Dane Evans isn't, isn't someone who was a priority well, I know why he was in priority because they gave Taylor Cornelius more money. I don't know why he wasn't a priority in the offseason. Well, guess what? I bet you he's a priority now, but also guess what? Oh, yeah, he did mean to call. Yesterday's price isn't today's price. That's right. You're a little bit more desperate. And if I'm BC, I'm thinking, well, wait, we're good. We're straight. And Dana's accepted his role. He loves it. VA's playing out of his mind. But also in this sport, you're only one hit away. One hit. I'm being sidelined. Why am I making a move? I'm good over here. I like the cards that I've been dealt over here. And there's there's not many places you can go. We, who, who else are you going to call for quarterback help? You're going to call outside the league, but then, to your point about patience, then it starts all over again. Learn the playbook. Learn the locker room. Learn the league. you got to have that patience all over again. And Chris Jones was asked, if he could imagine that his team was still in this scenario, you know, in year two, and he said he would have bet his mortgage. I didn't necessarily love that question, that answer either from Coach Jones, because you talk about trust. I'd feel a little bit, you know, hit if I'm if I'm in that locker room. But hey, look, I, you, you want him to say that he did expect it? No, not that he expected away. it, but we're still moving in the direction that we need to. I do want to hear from are you from our listeners though. What they think as well, so they got a comment in the in the, in the comment section down below. I I want to hear that. I mean, they spend your career earnings on receivers with Offingham. Yes. So, and you know what? We're getting ready for that game. I mean, our DBs were not happy at all. That's all they were talking. They got a million dollars in that receiving core, man. I need some. That's all I kept hearing, and I wasn't mad at it, but. They did spend a lot of money. They threw a bag at Taylor Cornelius, committed to him really early last year at the end of the season. And here we are right now. Oof. 
Well, listen, uh, those DBs, they they enjoyed themselves based on the performance against those receivers. They did get some yards after beatdown, I will say. They did. They did get some yards after beatdown. That they did. Uh, but they did not stop you from getting to Club Dub. And we saw via the IG stories. At Club Dub, the first road trip for the defending champion Organauts since they were sipping champagne uh, as Grey Cup champs were, were, were lit. You guys got into it. H- however, I need to know something because I always ask you who that guy is. Talk to me. I want to know who that guy is twofold. That guy who falls asleep on the team plane, who has been that guy in your career? But also, there's another guy in that that guy scenario, and that's the perpetrator. The someone who is a bit of a habitual line stepper and will mess with someone who fell asleep because that is the ultimate act of trust. If you fall asleep around somebody, your kids, you know, they fall asleep in your arms, on your couch, whatever. It's the ultimate act of trust. (laughs) And that trust can be broken by a teammate who might do something to you. And I'm not talking about Drake 21. Can you do something for me? I'm talking about they might do something to you. They may record you. They might take your phone and do something. Who have been in your career the fall asleep guy and the fall asleep perpetrator? There's been a bunch of perpetrators. Are you one? Quite a bit. I have been. Um, in my career, I, I'm not even going to Do not lie. trust Enoch Wong. No, I'm not going to lie. Don't yes. do it. It used to be even worse, DB. I used to zoom in, come back out, and that's yeah, that's take the picture, that's put some stuff on your head. I, you just got to have some fun. But when you talk about falling asleep, falling asleep, I document practically every single flight. Dijon Brissett. I mean, as soon as he gets in on a plane, I rate that. Sits down. Yeah. Glasses are on. We haven't even started rolling yet. REM sleep. Let's get it. Out of there. And he only opens his eyes once we land. And, and it's funny. I don't even know if he knows what Club Dub is. <laughs> he he sees the same footage that everybody else sees. And mind he's you, never, he's, never been there. he's never entered. He's never entered. And this time, well, I mean, we're, climbing, we're getting on the stairs, uh, you know, of the, of, the, of the plane, and he's right behind me. I said, yeah, club dub. He said, yeah, club dub, let's go. I said, you're going to sleep. And sure enough, guess what he did? <laughs> Sat down and knocked out. Absolutely gone. And so he is by far, there's no one that comes close. My whole career, whole 12 years, DB, Dejan Brissett is number one, that guy. Not when he comes off. to sleep Okay. He might have an issue. He might need to see a doctor. Listen, it, you, it's good, good time to be efficient. Get, get some extra rest. I, I made it. I, I like a window seat. I, I very he eats like the, the receivers were telling me that he eats like he should be 300 pounds and then gets on the plane and sleeps like he's never slept in his <laughs> But I, I, I'm, I'm going to have to. Take him to a doctor or something. Well, as Chad Kelly said, he's a freak athlete and made some plays uh, this week. So evidently he's doing something correct. All right, who's the perpetrator? Other than you, unless you're voting yourself as that person. Who, who is the the person that took it a little bit too far? I'm going to I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to put myself in there. Okay. I'm going to be fair. I'm going to be honest. I've done some stuff over the years. Nothing bad, but 
I wouldn't I wouldn't want that done to me. <laughs> I think that by definition means bad. There's another man by the name of Boris Beatty. Oh, I feel like Boris Beatty is your answer for like 50% of the who's that click. The question. kickers, the, they just have so much time. I just realized they have so much time. And, and, and especially after a game, when you play the whole game, you're tired. He's just got so much energy. He's 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 definitely a perpetrator. Well, and now that you want to stay away, from. now he's not doing all three kicks, and he's not doing all. Three. He's he's doing less work for the same pay. <laughs> this is a good deal, great deal. Uh, okay, give us that dog for you of this week. Your, your dogs of the week have been performing for more than just the singular week. It is a a great omen to be anointed dog of the week by Edok Mumbo. Who you got this week? I could have came back. To give it again to the first dog of the week of the year, AJ will let. I mean, he had three touchdowns. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. Every I'm week he mentions that you could it's give really it. an audible mention. I mean, that's my guy. But that's not. I mean, look. At some point, you're another dog of the week. You're like the <laughs> outstanding player in the league. I'm gonna say this. Like, I'm gonna say this. There's two moments ago. Let me. Enoch was like, and I'm gonna run. my dog of the week this week. Zach Caleros. Like, he's one of the. You gave me my dog of the week, LeBron James. There's been. There's not been a lot of uh, running backs that I've been like, I don't really want to play against this guy. He's so maybe maybe I'm being biased, but he had three touchdowns, and I'm telling you right now that I'm not giving it to him. I'm not okay. giving it. To All right, because I could have given it to him. I could have given it to. Dinoc's like low. This like guy, you know, people hated on him. They find him because he wore colorful shoes. He got cut from basketball team at high school. Michael Jordan. He's my <laughs> dog of the week. This is underdog story. But he truly is an underdog story. One of these days, we're going to actually go through his journey. I'm going to bring him in here so you can listen to it. Sure. I was in the locker room when he got released and sat home, and then two hours later called back and then started blowing up. I was there. So that's why I rep my dog, AJ. But he's not the dog of the week, though, AJ. He's really not. There's multiple guys on the team that I could get into. Can I, can I, can I, can I cut you off, though? So I know my age because you're watching the game, seeing good performances. And I'm unbiased, clearly I don't cheer, even though I'm wearing an Argos polo. But in the shared back scenario, at some point I'm like, man, can, can Andrew get one? Like, it's like with my kids, I'm like, can you let him play with the toy now? I'm always like, oh, Andrew's there. How come there's a, a breakdown on the backside, we got backside tear, when Andrew's in the red zone and then as soon as AJ gets the ball, it's blocked to the second level. Can Andrew get some? Listen, Andrew's getting his, and even Andrew is not complaining. I know. Andrew I'm just saying, he loves playing with it's, But it's, it's me who I, I want the love to be shared. I want everyone to feel. You got to go with the dog that's hot. Okay. And, and, and until somebody's got a, res, uh, a solution for stopping Sir AJ... He's going to keep running it. Well, you actually had three backs that yeah. were playing well. Uh, Definitely did. Game. But I, have to I, I, boy. I cut you off. And, yeah. and we're all yes, reaching our, our Argos quota. You know what I mean? So, look, 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 I didn't even want to do this. You did that. But there's, 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 there's some red and, and once you're like, can you talk about us, please? The minute, the minute you start to forget about Andrew is going to be when he's going to strike as well. Okay. And so that's where we stand with him. But... Back to the topic at hand. Right. Your dog of the week. Dog of the week. Gotta get a yeah, dog! Yeah, dog! Gotta get a yeah, dog! Yeah, dog! I'm a Toronto Argonaut fan. 
I'm a Toronto Argonauts player. I watch our games, but I'm a student of the game, and I'm a fan of the league, so I watch every other game as well. Last week, I gave it to defensive coordinator RP and his coaching staff, really. Dogs of the week. I'm going to have to go back to the West Coast. Give it to one name. I'm actually going to do it the right way. The dog of the week will sit some in Mathieu Betts. Monsieur de Laval. I'm not going to keep going because you're going to be like, what are, you, what are you saying? But this gentleman right here opened some eyes to everybody. Now some offensive linemen are going to have to turn their protection towards him. I mean, he was doing whatever he wanted. Spin moves, using his strength, his speed. And I talked about putting Zach Lars on his butt multiple times. He was the primary cause of that. And so this week, dog of the week, ruh, 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 ruh. Mr. Betts, for sure. You talked about club dub uh, for Betts. It's rip club because his moves at the line of scrimmage uh, are elite. Canadian, we love the CanCon here. We've got Canada Day coming up, which means a game on Canada Day. Yes. Love the fact that we celebrate our league on Canada's birthday. The Owls will be playing on Canada Day on Saturday at 7 Eastern. Winnipeg, five-and-a-half-point favorites. Two teams who look like they're going to be playing deep into the playoffs this year, but the most important part of this game for me is the fact that the Owls are going to be walk, rocking some New Jerseys. I, I want to get back to bets in a second and keep the Canada conversation going with the top Canadians in the league, and certainly he's now put his name in that conversation. Absolutely. This is almost a, a renaissance, an emergence of strong Canadians. And the most interesting part is that they're at varied positions. Historically, you got your, you know, your nose tackles, you know, your linebackers and safeties. But now you're seeing Canadians all across the field. Let's do a draft. Top 10 Canadians. I'll give you the first pick as I, uh, as I get on my draft board. Uh, who you got for your top 10 Canadians in the CFL? Doing this draft style? We're doing this draft style. Draft style. With the first overall pick, the Enoch Moamba selects. I'm not allowed to draft myself, am I? You could draft whoever you want. Every Canadian who is currently in the CFL is on the board. I'm not going to draft myself. I'm not going to do this. I got the executive hat. Don't do it for me. I got the executive hat. You, you want to win, you need five Canadians, and you got to draft them. I Go ahead. I can't. All right. You know what? I'm going to draft myself. Okay. All right. Draft First myself. overall pick, Enoch Moore. This happened before. Nothing new. <laughs> it has. What a flex. Okay. Um, I'm looking at my draft board. I'm liking the way it sets up. With my first overall pick, I will pick Nick Dembski. Mm. You want it. You need 1,000 receiving yards. I got you. You need 300 plus rushing yards. I got you. You need me to return. I got you. Solid pick. I'm taking Nick Dembski. And I like him. That's a little bro. ND10. I like him. I like I like a pick. I like the pick. Okay, who you got? We got a leader on defense already. Right? We're building the team around that yep. guy. Yeah. It's happened before. Next, I'm going to go with a guy that actually never got the chance to even get drafted. 
but I'm huge on foundation. I'm huge on leadership. Sir Andrew Harris is off the board. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, very interesting. He actually was next on my draft board. That's Let's take him now. That's fun. Do I take best available? Do I think about positions? You're on the clock, DB. I am. I am taking best available. The clock. Because listen, we got some ballers over here. Curly Giddens Jr. <laughs> That's right, son. He's on my squad. Yes, sir. Do you just take it all receipts? I, I might have to. <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right. That's a really good pick. That's a really good pick. But I'm going to go right back to the board. We'll take a guy that's been playing really, really well. Really, really well. Okay. Been around for a long time. Yeah, decent amount of time. I was going to go offensive line, but this doesn't look like it's the type of draft you're making it to be. I got people on my board all over the place. I'm going to go with Cam Judge. Ooh, okay. I like it. I mean, you know this is this is not a lifetime achievement award draft, right? Listen. Like, your, your team. We're building a winning team. Yeah. yeah. We're building a winning team. In, a, in the seniors' home, for sure. <laughs> All right. You know what? I, I'm, I got a youth movement. I want to wave. There was a story. About a man named Brady. Ooh. Okay. Brady Oliver. Okay. I, I got that thump in my back. You know? Okay. Love it. All right. All right. So let me go. Let me go. I took my boy. My team. You took my guy. Team setting up. Nice. You took my little bro, Nick Dembski. Pete, Pete, producer Pete, you have to weigh in on who had the better squad when we're done. No pressure. Go ahead. I'm going to have to go now. Talk about youth. Well, don't copy my movement. Mr. Schaefer Baker. Okay. We're going to put some points up on the board with Hayes. Sure. CFL game is all about what? It's all about kicking. Is it? it? Any drive that ends in a kick is a good drive. Fair enough. I need someone who's going to give me clutch kicks. Is he going with age now? Nothing's <laughs> all with age now. Uh, you don't know that for sure. Oh, that's right. Um, I, I, I am going with age. Uh, Rene Paredes. Come to the squad. It's my guy, too. Everyone I pick is your guy, apparently. It's true, man. Man, this is awesome. You like my team more than me. No, 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 no. There's a bunch of... Listen, these names are all pretty good names, pretty good players. So, my next pick... Your, your, is this your last pick? This is my last pick. pick. Make it good, son. Wait, wait, wait. Make it good. Put me on the clock. Put me on the clock. This is this is hard because I'm passing up on my on my on my Toronto Argonaut. All of them, really. I could have picked them, but it wouldn't have been fair. So I'm gonna I'm gonna go with. You picked Andrew Harris. I did. Just one though. I'm gonna go with Tunde. Start the lake. He's got us very versatile. I feel like I can move him around in the secondary. If I want him as Sam, I could put him there. Free safety. If I if I need my corner, I can do that as well. And he's a guy that really loved the way that he's grown over the years. That is a very good pick. He actually talked about speed. He was on my board. He flashes. He's yeah. a guy that flashes. You know, I'm going to be strategic here because there's a couple other players I'm taking a long look at. But I'm actually going to be strategic because I'm playing the long game. Okay. With my last pick, 
I'm picking Tyson Philpott. Ooh. Well, the Philpott twins are... It's a good pick. Oh, 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 it's not a coincidence because I'm, I believe that I will strongly be able to then get Jalen Philpott as an undrafted player so he can come play with his brother. So I'm, I'm trying to get a two-for-one. Listen, you're smart. You're smart. Yeah. Attracting somebody else by one pick. Yes. But, but honestly, you know, uh, how none of us picked Bola Combo. It's uh, Lewis Ward. Royce Mitchell. Robbie Smith. You know, Derek Wiggin, the OG. You know what? You know what? We got to cut some, We got to do this. We got to cut this. somebody and take somebody. No, 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 no. Supplemental draft. Right here, one pick. You got one pick. You can go first since I went first in the regular draft. Bowl combo. One pick. Bowl combo. Pick. I know. It's an amazing pick. Who you got? I'm going to go with... I'll go with the kicker. Which one? Because I need him. Mr. Brett Lawther. So, just so everybody... In the supplemental... Just so everybody's clear. Yes. Enoch had the first pick. He had five picks. He then, because he realized that my team was much better, and he tried to make a late charge, he added a supplemental pick, and then still only picked one Toronto Oregon. Listen, I told you already. If if it were if it, if it was up to me, it was all Argos. No, 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 no. I want to be unbiased. It literally I was be unbiased to you. Like I want to be unbiased. I don't know how else. I, I can hear it in my ears already, Enoch. You really went with all Argonaut players? It's never stopped you before. <laughs> now, the public decides. Let us know in the comments of this video, in our mentions, who had the better team. It is somewhat self-evident, but, you know, I, I don't even entertain know. us. Listen, I know. I, oh, I, I don't think I had enough ideas as well. About what? What, what kind of team are we playing? What is this a five-man team plus a all guy off the bench? What are we talking about here? Are we talking about a team that, well, listen. Are we playing five on five? If, if we were playing flag, if we are playing five on five, if we were the first five picks in a traditional football team, either way, my team can give it to you however you want it. My team is better. You don't have anyone rushing quarterback. That's fine. You don't really have any power on your team. Producer P. All receivers. But well, that's okay. No, I just wanted to put it out there so people, when they talk about it, all they, the most that when they mention you. Producer P. That's fine, but you still need some strength in there. I, I need people who are good at football, and my team is outstanding. Producer Pete, who has the better team? Who's throwing the ball? ball? No, no, no. Who's throwing the ball? Don't give me a little. No, 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 no. We're not talking about it. This is pretty good. I don't want to. No. Who has. This is an audio medium. Let's who let the people has, decide. Oh, they will decide. Let's let the people choose. Who has the better team, producer Pete? Based off of what? I want to know based off of what? That's what I want. His eyes? His, his love of logic? Hey, Curly, in this draft, you're on my team, my guy. stole Curly. I didn't steal. You had the first pick. Yeah, my first pick is going to be my foundation. Okay. Yes. And who is that? I tell Andrew Harris. No, after, after you forget. Me. Listen, first, listen, you. after me. Listen, I was already, I'm, uh, this is a gizzard. Selfless leader. That's how we go. That's how we do it. Uh, well, why don't we preview uh, the games quickly? Just so you know, you got Edmonton going to Ottawa in the finally someone will get a win ball Friday at 730. <laughs> Ottawa, three and a half point favorites. I, I'm, I'm really interested to see 
what the QBs put on tape in that game and how many QBs get into the game. BC goes to Toronto. Battle of the undefeated teams. Will it be a great cup preview? You will not be happy to hear that BC is a one-and-a-half-point favorite. Small line. I'm okay being an underdog. Okay. It's uh, happened before. It's, We've it's seen the, that before. As as we leave, is is the winner of this game, do they have the conch? Uh, should they be atop the power rankings next week? Do they have the claim for best team in the league? Or is it too early to say? I think so. At this very moment in the season, I do believe so. You have to. Why not? There you have it. Can't wait for that one. Can't wait to do this again. If you enjoyed it, make sure you subscribe on YouTube. You can get clips from this very podcast. Or if you want to listen to the entire thing, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, essentially wherever you get your podcast, we give it to you. But either way, make sure you like, favorite, share, subscribe, and let us know in the comments your favorite jersey, your top five Canadian players, and who had the better team. There you go. That's the waggle. Thanks for listening.